hello, everybody. It's me, Aristotle Full Throttle. You might have a, you might know us, Aristotle here or two. You never, you never know. You might encounter an Aristotle in your travels. You might even see an Aristotle on TV right now, who's not me, who's on SNL. But we're not going to talk about him. We're going to talk about uh, today. Today we're talking about movie trivia, like we do every Thursday. Movie trivia featuring famous musicians. You know, I'm a musician myself. That's my identity. I identify as a musician. Okay? I don't know how you identify. You can identify however you like, but musician is my number one. Actor is probably number three. Number two is photographer. But I'm moving, actor's moving up the list. It's moving up the list. Number two is like a filmmaker, photographer kind of guy. Like a silly guy. Silly. Welcome to the show. It's Thursday. Hey, Raccoon Raiders. Time for your intro, Raccoon Raiders. show is it's Aristotle full throttle. Let me tell you something. War. Huh. Good God, y'all. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Right now there's war going on. Vladimir Putin has launched a full-scale attack, invasion on the Ukraine. And it's scary, man. It's scary. White people don't usually attack white people. So that's scary. Europe is fighting? There's fighting in Europe? Mom and dad are fighting? You know, the fighting in Europe is crazy because we ain't seen something like this on this type of level since, you know, Hitler. You know, you always lose the argument when you compare someone to Hitler. But when you compare Vladimir Putin to Hitler right now, uh, Vladimir, you're not being, you're not far off. You're not far off from Hitler. This guy's marching into freaking Ukraine. He says, this is what's next. Cause Poland is right next to Ukraine and Poland got marched into by the Nazis. It's crazy. I don't know what's going on. You know, I don't like it. I don't approve. I don't think these wars should continue, but what am I going to do? Like, what's the American response? This is the American response. Yeah, why you, Vladimir? Don't do that, or else we might do something. It's literally what the president said today. We're going to maybe impose these sanctions. We're going to impose these sanctions on you to see what happens, maybe. Listen, Vladimir Putin sounds like a dude who's out of money. He's out. He's fresh out of cash. So he's like, what do I got to do? I got to rob a bank. He's doing the desperate move. Think think about it. I mean, the Russians are out of money. They want to build that pipeline through Ukraine. They're trying to sit there and say they're doing this X, Y, Z. Basically, Vladimir Putin is George W. Bush in 2004. George W. Bush said to Iraq, he said, Iraq, well, you know, that had something to do, Iraq had something to do with uh, 9-11. 
No, it was Afghanistan. Most of the people were Saudi Arabian that attacked the United States on 9-11. And then George W. Bush was like, you know, but you know what? Iraq, they got weapons of mass destruction. They got weapons. They sent in these uh, nuclear committees and all these people to go check out Iraq to see if they had weapons of mass destruction. And they didn't find any. They didn't find any because there weren't any. And then George W. Bush, who famously, his father was the the winner of the Iraq War from the early 90s and was also had his life threatened by Saddam Hussein, who was the leader of Iraq, Iraq at the time. I say Iraq like Barack says Iraq. But what happens? Third excuse, George W. Bush says, uh, we're going to be liberators. They're going to greet us with flowers and candies. Did we get greeted with flowers? No, they kicked us out. They kicked our asses out of Iraq. They said, get the hell out. Three completely invalid excuses to go to war because it was an invalid war that we basically are still just ended recently. It's insane. Then, uh, you know, Biden's big moment was pulling everybody out of Afghanistan. It was like, this isn't the way to do it. This isn't the way to do it. This isn't the way. How would you like to do it 20 years later? How would you, let's just get out and be done with it, okay? You gotta rip the band-aid off. So that was to be his defining moment, but I think this might be his defining moment now that you got Iraq being like, I mean, sorry, you've got Russia invading Ukraine and, and Vladimir Putin is saying, if you guys do anything to stop us, you're gonna see something the likes of you haven't seen in your entire history. By the way, sounds like a nuclear threat. Sounds like them's fighting words, Vladimir Putin. Putin. It's crazy. People are losing their goddamn minds. I don't like it. I don't like it. You know why? Because war. <laughs> good God, y'all. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Today we're going to play movie trivia, but today we got a little twist on the movie trivia. Well, every every week we have a movie trivia twist. It's Thursdays. We got a movie trivia twist, which this week's movie trivia twist is famous musicians. Famous musicians. That's the subject. It's always movies, but this week it's about famous musicians. Now it's going to be tricky because these are movies about famous. They're not movies about famous musicians necessarily, but they are movies having to do with famous musicians. So there you go. I'm going to write you Della 19. Is this Will? Let me play your intro. So I was going on the diatribe because I, I just listened. Let me also say that Will, is this Will, the great is this Will, has provided us with this week's questions. They're going to be tough. So hang in there. Watch out. Look out because Will, his extensive knowledge of music and his extensive knowledge of movies are combined like Captain Planet, and with his powers combined, they're going to make some crazy questions for you. <laughs> you got the touch. Is this Will? You got the power. Is this Will? Yeah. yeah. Seven days in a row.
Okay. Well, I'll tell you something. That song has followed me for seven days. Seven days in a row I've heard that song or a reference to it or I've heard a clip of that song. That very song by Chumba Wumba. Tub Thumping. I don't know if you've ever gone tub thumping, but sometimes you get knocked down, but then you get up again. That's what tub thumping is. Is tub thumping a sexual thing? Or is it like cow tipping? I don't know. That's what I think of. That's immediately I think of cow tipping when I hear tub thumping. I'm excited for today's show. Will has provided us with questions. You guys know the rules. In about seven minutes, we're going to play some movie trivia this week. Famous musicians. One time, uh, Paul Johnson from high school, we were in the same, and we were in like this group is, uh, and, and it was awareness weekend. Judy knows what I'm talking about. We was awareness weekend, and uh, you're supposed to write your name on this big sheet of paper, and then everybody in your group is supposed to write something good about you on that big sheet of paper. And Paul Johnson wrote, "Good musicians." That's that's what he wrote. Good musicians. <laughs> yeah. Here it is, my most likable song ever. <laughs> Coca-Cola, lipstick ring, go dance all night, dance all night. Kiss me, just kiss me, kiss me, Aphrodite. Lipstick, kiss me, lipstick ring, oh, that's the way you like it. I did it. This is your most likable song ever? <laughs> yeah. People will love it. I realize on the stream there's a delay, so it sounds like I'm singing right after he's singing, but I was singing it perfectly in time with none other than... Uh, Fassbenders. I was listening to The Doors earlier today, and I was like, how much is Michael Fassbender channeling Jim Morrison in that movie? <laughs> so much. The answer is so much. He's so Jim Morrison, because I was listening to Jim Morrison literally doing like a spoken word poem in the middle of a song, and it sounds exactly like Fassbender in the movie Frank. If you ever never see the movie Frank, go see the movie Frank. What's wrong with you? If you watch the movie Frank and you're like, what, what's the big deal about this? Then I, then I don't know. We're, maybe, maybe we don't just see eye to eye. Maybe we don't share the same likes and dislikes. Maybe you don't like oatmeal cream pies. That's okay. You can like what you like, even if it's wrong. That's what I say. There's no accounting for bad taste. If there was, you would be audited. Hello, everybody. We're having a good time. Here at Aristotle Full Throttle. I was playing bass yesterday. You guys can hear that on this podcast. If you want to listen to the podcast, go to Spotify. If you go to Spotify and just subscribe to my podcast, go check it out. Just Spotify, Aristotle Full Throttle, and you'll find the podcast. It's really simple. If you do that, I get like a penny. So just throw your penny in the hat. I appreciate that. I thought of a new shirt today. Uh, I didn't. Is it Cheryl? Maybe I'll make a shirt that says, is it Cheryl? It's a trap. It's a trap. Impressive. Ooh, Most hopefully impressive. I don't lose. I guess thrown in Woody Harrelson as Larry Flint, too. Al Kilmer is Jim Morrison and Jim Carrey is Andy Kaufman. I didn't like Jim Carrey as Andy Kaufman, to be honest. I thought... It was, well, you know what it was? I didn't really like the movie. You're referring to the movie Man on the Moon, directed by Milos Forman, 
from like 1998 or 99 or something like that is a movie. Hey, Peggy94, what's up? We're going to play some movie trivia featuring famous musicians. Check it out. But the movie Man on the Moon featured Jim Carrey, but it was one of those biopics where it was just like, then this happened, and then that happened, and then this happened, and then he died. Which, by the way, no spoilers, but the movie Respect featuring Jennifer Hudson is very similar to that. Except that there's like no plot. <laughs> it just kind of Jennifer Hudson singing awesomely. And then this happened. And then that happened. And then this happened. And then she died. Or did he die? But the thing about Jim Carrey as Andy Kaufman, Andy Kaufman, I don't know how you say it. I don't know Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman is being from Long Island. You know, the thing about Jim Carrey being Andy Kaufman in that movie is this. Famously, and I haven't seen it, but I could have seen it. I used to be an intern at Miramax. There's a tape of Edward Norton doing his audition to play Andy Kaufman in that movie, and apparently it's legendary. But because Edward Norton was not the name Jim Carrey, he did not get the role. However, just in physical uh, resemblance and, and apparently like everything about what Edward Norton did in his audition tape, legendarily, was spot on Andy Kaufman. It was like spit an image. You couldn't, you'd like lose your mind. You'd be like, this guy is obviously the role. But you know what? Jim Carrey was Jim Carrey. And the, the, there's that, got two minutes to trivia, but I just want to say that there was that movie I think it's on Netflix and it's the documentary about Jim Carrey on the set of Man on the Moon. And I remember watching Entertainment Tonight and every they were like, they're filming Man on the Moon. And Jim Carrey was taken away in an ambulance today. And Jim Carrey disrupted the set. And Jim Carrey showed up as uh, uh, Vinnie Bubatz or whatever. <laughs> Who did he show up as? He and Bob's Moodle would play this character that was a really rude comedian that was like kind of an anti-comedian. He would just talk and talk and talk until people booed him off stage, which is like genius. It's just a genius it is just as hard to get everyone in the every single person in the audience to hate your guts as it is to get everybody to laugh. And the fact that that Andy Kaufman could do that, I loved it. It's meta comedy. It's a, the situation itself is funny. I enjoy that. I will find myself in many situations where I'm just like, this situation is funny, but it's not funny in the moment. But this is going to be a great story one day. So that documentary featuring Jim Carrey. I don't like it. Everybody's like, it's so good. No, it's not. It sounds like he was a jerk. Sounds like Jim Carrey was a jerk on set. Sounds like he made it hard for everybody. Sounds like people wanted to go to work and Jim Carrey wanted to be annoying. <laughs> sounds like Jim Carrey uh, today is like, I've, I've made my own documentary during the filming of Man on the Moon. And I was basically Jesus Christ, and I was basically inhabited by the spirit of Andy Kaufman. Shut up, Jim Carrey. You're a little bit narcissistic about this, okay? You're a genius comedian. You're hilarious. I think you're funny. You make funny faces, and you fall on the ground funny. Uh, I like that. But stop saying you're, like, basically the second coming of Andy Kaufman. Stop it. Death to Smoochie is a testament to that. Yes, Edward Norton actually bears more resemblance. And of course, his range probably would have rocked it. I completely, totally, and wholeheartedly agree with you, Will, because you agree with me. Let's play. Hey, everybody. Now I'm excited to play 
Movie trivia. We're going to play movie trivia. It's going to be amazing. You're going to be playing with us. You're going to say things and, and do things. And you are got to answer the questions. Here's how it's going to go. It's going to go like the movies. I'm mean, sorry. Like, it's going to go just like... Let me see how... Is the ducking working, Will? How's the ducking? I changed the ducking levels. This game is going to be played just like they play Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. You have to put the corresponding letter to the answer that you think is correct in the chat and say final answer. If you don't say final answer, it won't quick count. You can't say I said A, but then I meant B, but then I said C, but I told you I was I was going to go with D, but you know what? Fine. No, you got to say final answer, and that's the only one that's going to count. And if you say final answer and you mess up and say, sorry, I want to do another final answer, too bad. you got to pick your final answer correctly. And finally... So, we're going to play some Aristotle Full Throttle Movie Trivia. It's going to be fun. It's going to be crazy. Right now, you've got to beat Ron. Ron is their reigning champion. Last week, he was the uh, movie underdog champion. That was the subject. He's got the trophy currently. You can win your name on this trophy right here. The first question you got. First question is, the New York Dolls frontman who also performed solo by another stage name is credited as portraying what character in Scrooge? A, the ghost of Christmas past. B, the ghost of Christmas present. C, the ghost of Christmas present on TV. D, the ghost of Christmas future on TV. Now remember, is this Willis provided us with these questions? So put your final answer in now. I see it looks like Ron has got his question in. He's got his question in. He's got his answer in. Listen, I haven't had enough coffee today. I would like some more coffee, please. I drink coffee, please. Thank you. Thank you, Will, for putting the first question in. I'm going to give you some extra time, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages. Dudella coming in with B, final answer. The Ghost of Christmas Present, clearly Scrooged, is a play on words. <laughs> I actually just saw a movie last night that I actually really liked. Speaking of Dickens, um... Put your answers in. I saw a movie last night called The Tender Bar, or Tender Bar, and it's got Ben Affleck in it. It's exciting because it's got Ben Affleck in it. He's in, he's in the movie. He's, he plays this guy. He's like a really nice guy. You know, he owns a bar, and he owns a tender. And he, he, in the end, he's just this uncle. He's just a really good uncle. He's just really good. He's just a really nice guy. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I will spare you my Ben Affleck impression. My Ben Affleck impression is not his voice, but it is his cadence. Listen, I don't know. I don't have to do a Ben Affleck impression perfectly if I'm just going to do the voice. If I, if I do a Ben Affleck, I'm going to be up here with a, it's a Boston accent, you know. But, you know, I'm not going to really just copy his voice, you know. I'm not going to copy his voice. I'm just going to do his cadence. You know, it's funny. The movie Tender Bar actually takes place on Manhasset, Long Island. All right, Studio 8H. Live from LA, it's AFT. 
BMW 5000. Four 20 artists. Raccoon Raiders. And now, introducing Studio Final answers, ladies and gentlemen. What are your final answers? In? Uh, yes, I did. I was aware that I'm Uncle Ron going into the movie. I was aware that George Clooney directed the movie. And it's a nice movie. It's just a nice movie. It's nothing mind-blowing. It's nothing earth-shattering. It's not super depressing. It's not incredibly, like, it's just a movie. It's good. It's not boring. It's interesting a little bit. You know, you're invested in the characters. But it's not like... I'm not gonna rip your heart out and stomp on it, you know? It's just like a... You ever see the movie Chef? It's just a good movie. It's about good stuff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time for your final answers. Ed, the answer is... The New York Dolls frontman who also performs solo by another stage name is credited as portraying what character in Scrooged? The Ghost of Christmas Past, ladies and gentlemen. It looks like Ron... You've got it right, Studio ADH. I'm sorry, and Judella Nighted. Uh, you've got it wrong. Let's play. All right, ladies and gentlemen. No. Oh, Will. I forgot to open the moderator so you could hear me right away. Will, let me open the trivia moderator channel. So, Will, you could hear me right away, and then you can know when to drop the question into the chat right away, when you hear me right away. I'll wait. This Acid Queen is a more widely known by another name, but her birth name is actually A. Sally Mae Braddock, B. Anna Mae Bullock, C. Fanny Mae Bullock, or D. Ellie Mae Bullock. Ooh, this is tough. Will has provided us with these tough questions about movie musicians, musicians and movies, famous musicians and famous movies and movies about musicians, about maybe with starring musicians with in movies. The George Clooney directed Tenderboy. The George Clooney. Yes, indeed. Batman. The worst Batman directed Tenderboy. George Clooney is a good director, though. His, his movies are good. I enjoy his movies. Is, is the ducking uh, effective? Tell me, tell me, Will. Will, if you want to jump into the chat, the trivia moderator chat, you'll hear me right away. You'll be able to drop the questions in the chat. I believe... Link to the channel is not working. All right, it's probably expired. Here, let me invite you again. You've been invited again. I think it lasts an hour. Did you catch Stiller at Stern? I need to know if I should go back. Yeah, I'd listen to it today. It's all right. Put in your final answers. I'll give you a minute. Maybe because I'm not a moderator in the Discord. Okay, Will. Well, maybe I invited you to the channel. It says I can invite you. Right there. Let me see. Not working. Alright. Well, Will. Then I'll just go in the general chat because that seems to work, right? Just saying, don't nobody go in there. If you go in there, I'll kick you out. 
All right, I'm in the AFT live chat. I got super excited to hear Bob Odekirk is going to be on Monday. Yeah, I got super excited that Bob Odekirk is still alive. So, Will, I'm in the regular... regular chat now. Ladies and gentlemen, this acid queen is more widely known by another name, but her birth name is actually A. Sally Mae Braddock, B. Annie Mae Bullock, C. Fanny Mae Pollock, D. Ellie Mae Bullock, Pollock, Pollock. This is question number two of, I believe, 15. There you are, Will. Can you hear me? Watson. Yes. Come to the room. <laughs> That's it. Watson, come, if you can hear me. Come to the next room. Can you hear that's me? how I can hear you. I, I, that's how I imagine Alexander right. Bell said it, said the first phone right. call. I um, am going to mute myself and get those scores for the. Okay, great. We're getting the scores tallied on question number two. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and reveal the actual answer to this question, because it looks like we've got answers in B, B, and A. From Studio 8H, I'm Uncle Ron and Judella, respectively. What is the answer? Not the Ghost of Christmas Pass. It's A, Anime Bullock. Oh my goodness, it's B. It's B, Judy. Judy, you gotta up the game here. You gotta get. It looks like Uncle Ron, I'm Uncle Ron, and uh, and Studio 8H are doing are doing pretty well. Good job, guys. Let's play. Question number three. This Brazilian musician and vocalist drew attention for performing acoustic covers of which artist's songs in Portuguese and the signature to the film Red Stocking Cap. It's a good question. I didn't look at these questions yet. I know the answer, though, because I'm a fan. A, Billy Joel. B, Paul Simon. C, Elton John. D, David Bowie. This Brazilian musician and vocalist drew attention for performing acoustic covers of which artist's song in Portuguese in a signature to the film Red Stocking Cap? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good one. And... A little additional information. They performed those songs live while filming, which is a nightmare of editing. It's a nightmare for editing. But this, they played this person's music in each scene live. So if you watch this movie, you'll see them playing live and you'll know that they're actually playing live for reals. Uh, yes, if you could paste both chats, that would be amazing. Is this Will is moderating? He's taking care of the score. He's tallying the scores. He's provided the questions. He wants to see what you know about famous musicians in movies. Do you know anything? Have you ever had a dream? Yes. I have a dream every day. I had a dream last night. I was playing drums, right? And I woke up swinging my arms. <laughs> my fast twitch muscles are coming along. I'm telling you, I've been playing drums. I can almost, I can nail about 68% of the song Monkey Wrench. I'm getting up there. Now, I don't have all the fills yet. But, uh, 
You know who I do like as a drummer? Phil's Collins. Oh my God. I got to text Dolly that. Phil's Collin. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, Ollie. Phil's Collin. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. It is time. Looks like. Judy, are you singing the song by Alice in Chains? I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. Because that's a good song. Thank you for singing it. I don't know who to be. Why do I don't 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 every day? That's a that's a flat fifth. Ooh, goes up my spine. I like it. That's an interval that is dissonant generally, like Star Trek. It's like a it's like a minor ninth. Hurts. The big news of the day is Dave Grohl did an episode of Hot Ones. Yes, I saw that. It's in my... It is in my watch later queue, apparently. I'm glad that the big news of the day is that Dave Grohl remains charismatic. Even when he's eating some Hot Ones. <clears throat> well, it's time. The answer is... David B Bowie. David Bowie. The answer is David Bowie. Well, how do you say that, David Bowie? Fresh pots! Go make some fresh pots! Fresh pots! Speaking of fresh pots. Today's episode is brought to you by French presses. Not made in French Canada, but made in France, but made in America. The French. The, you know, it makes coffee. It's good. It's good if you like it. You like that kind of thing. And we're back. Uh oh. Oh, ah! I don't know how to use the skillful thing yet. Question number four. I can't read the top. This singer-songwriter's lame rose swiftly thanks to the slow burn of a non-traditional musical film he starred in. But the film... Oh, would just question. question number four. Musical he started. But the film in question was not first... Movie appear. Wait, hold on a second. Will. The top was cut off. It's chopped off. The singer-songwriter's name rose swiftly thanks to the slow burn of a non-traditional musical film he starred in, but the film in question was not his first movie appearance. In what film did he first appear in frame? 
A, rattle and hum. B, the commitments. C, Michael Collins. Or D, in the name of the father. It's a very, remember, you know, Will has provided us with his questions. They are, they provide more information, a lot of information, alone in the question themselves. So let's see. This wish singer songwriter's name. Can, can, Will, can you clear that up? I can't read the top part. It's chopped. And I can't scroll because I don't know how to do this. And if I scroll, if I can reveal the answer. Okay. Um, are you in slideshow view? There's a lock, mock-up touch. Are, are you actually? Yes, okay. All I was going to say is when I do, when it's too hey. long. Yeah. Slideshow view cuts it off. Um, I, I shared the Google Doc with you too. So okay. if you pull that up where you can see that, you can just read the questions off of that while the other thing is showing and then I'll be pasting them in here. Uh, I've run out of so screens. The... Ah. <laughs> okay. Um, this well, just tell me the first thing I can send them to you. This this blank singer songwriter this Irish singer songwriter's fame this rose Irish, swiftly. That's thanks. important. <laughs> yes. This yes, Irish singer songwriter's kind of little... fame rose swiftly thanks to the slow burn of a non-traditional musical film he started. But the film in question was not his first movie appearance. In what film did he first appear in frame? A. Wrestling Hum. B. The Commitments. C. Michael Collins. Or D. In the name of the Father. Well, I, I'm, I, I, I'm not gonna. I can't touch anything. I'm not gonna touch anything because <laughs> right now, if I do, everything will come crashing down on me. <laughs> so I need to. Gotcha. I need to. Okay. So, uh, yes, I should have. I should have gone through to check all the uh, formatting first. But uh, next, I gotta oh. figure out how to make this question fit on the YouTube side because it it was too too long. I didn't realize that they would have a character restriction on oh. Oh. <laughs> the link. I, I made it fit. Okay. This Irish singer-songwriter's fame rose swifty. Thanks to the slow burn of a non-traditional musical he started. Uh, Ron says, yeah, I'm going to go with the only one I've seen. But the film in question was not his first movie appearance. And what film did he first appear in frame? A. Rattle and Humpy, The Commitments... See Michael Collins or D. In the name of the father. In the name of the father. Father. I can't do Irish. <laughs> I can't do Irish. I can't do New Zealand. I can't do a New Zealand accent. This is embarrassing. I was my girlfriend for a year and a half. I had a girlfriend who only spoke New Zealand. <laughs> she, I could not. <laughs> I could not do the accent. <laughs> Which is hilarious because I'm like, I could do Australian almost perfectly, and I could do a bro accent. And, you know, I start, tried to start a revolution. I could do that. She'd, she'd be like, that sounds like a bro, like a New Zealand bro. But you don't sound, you can't do the New Zealand. She said that was like, she t- there were like four main vowels changes, but I couldn't do it. Mm. I only know of um, a couple of people that I follow that are actually from New Zealand. And the one well, thing there's I only about 12 and a half people from New Zealand. <laughs> they all sound really dignified. <laughs> they kind of do. You know what they sound like? They sound like a mix between English and Australian. 
which yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and geographically that makes sense. Yeah, perfect. All right, ladies and uh, gentlemen, it's time for your final answers. So I believe I have answers from Judy, Ron, and Studio 8H. But there was a weird comment in the YouTube one that kind of threw me off. Oh, yeah, there was someone <laughs> Some, says Vum today? Yeah, the random. So I'm taking that B final answer is Judy's answer to this question. <laughs> yeah, Judy, uh, was that, if you want to confirm that that's your final answer again? B final answer for Judy. Well, just wait another 10 seconds. Yes. All right. But what is the correct answer? The correct answer is... The commitments. Whoa. Yes, indeed, it is the commitments. Uh, let me see something. Uh, solo mode. Yeah. Okay, let's play. Sorry, I was just doing it. Let me try that again. Make sure it works. Yes, good. All right. Next question. Willis worked diligently to provide us with these questions, and here we go. Uh-oh. It's cut off again. Old band leader at one point infamously known for being something beautiful was something felt like destroying share... Okay, hold on a second. Can you send me it in the Discord? Then I can... That's what I was just going to ask you. Are you okay with me doing that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'll just... do that, and that'll solve this problem. Okay. And you got the answer, so I'll just send the question section of it. Okay. All right. Give me one second. Chris Christopherson. Um. Right now, let's. Well, let's go to commercial break. Hello. All right, my name is Aristotle. I have a brand of water called Aristotle Water. I get it from the tap. You could have some if you want. It's just a sip of it. You can have some. It's in my jug. I get. It. I just get it from the sink, and I'll pour some in your cup. It'll be five dollars, please. And we're back. All right. question is this is question number five this Oscar award winning 50 year old band leader at one point infamously known for being something beautiful that someone felt like destroying shared the screen with what other legendary musician in a David Fincher film alright this Oscar winning 50 year old band leader at one point, infamous, infamously known for being something beautiful that someone felt like destroying, shared the screen with what other legendary musician in a David Fincher film? A. Chris Christopherson, B. Randy Travis, C. Reba McIntyre, or D. Dwight Yoko. This Oscar award-winning 50-year-old band leader 
At one point, if infamously known for being something beautiful that someone felt like destroying, shared the screen with what other legendary musician in a David Fincher film? A. Chris Christopherson, B. Randy Travis, C. Reba McIntyre, or D. Dwight Yoakam. All right, looks like, looks like, looks like the answers are in. B, B, and C. is the correct answer. Oh, it's Dwight Yoakam. Nobody got it. Nobody got Dwight Yoakam. Nobody got it. All right. Time to play. This murderer, balladeer, film composer. This murderer, this murder balladeer film composer often appears in films as himself, as he did in Wings of Desire. In one film, he portrays a period-specific troubadour in the Old West. Not himself. What was the name of that film? A. The proposition. B. The assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. C. True Gear. Say that again. C. True Grit. Or D. 310 to Yuma. This murder balladeer and film composer often appears in films as himself as he did in Wings of Desire. In one film, he portrays a period-specific troubadour in the Old West, not himself. What was the name of that film? A, The Proposition. B, The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. C, True Grit. Or D, 310 Tewa. Hey, I got a bunch of Westerns here. Clearly, it's a Western. Is it a Western? Or is it not? Hmm. Remember to put your answers in after the question. $2.19 says C, final answer. What you're playing for is this trophy right here. You want this trophy? Get them right. Don't mess it up, okay? I'm gonna go buy pants later. In my tradition of going out or doing something every single night, tonight, I'm going to go to Melrose and I'm going to buy pants. Because you know why? I don't like the pants I have. They're not cool enough. There's a store on Melrose where Slash himself stole his signature top hat. He stole it. I think years later he gave it back. Or I don't think so. I think he just stole it. He put the top hat on and walked out. And then became Slash that day. Studio 8H, I think we're waiting on you for your answer. What do you say, Studio 8H? What do you say? Hmm. 
Will has done all the hard work of researching and formatting. We've got questions here. What is, what is the answer? I think it's time for your final answer, Studio 8H. It is time. Trying to put this in here for like this. Okay, yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah, hey, guys, um, if you want to subscribe to Aristotle Full Throttle, get all of this fun stuff, go on Spotify and just search Aristotle Full Throttle, or go on Apple Podcasts and search Aristotle Full Throttle, or go to twitch.tv slash Aristotle Full Throttle, or go to AristotleFullThrottle.com, or go find me on Instagram at Aristotle Full Throttle, or Facebook at Aristotle Full Throttle. Thank you. The show was brought to you by Aristotle. All right, Studio Age. We're waiting on you. This is my new radio voice. What do you say? I'll just talk like this. All right, so your final answer, Tad. All eyes on you, Studio. Stu, Stu, Studio. And the answer is B, the assassination. Oh, <laughs> nobody got that right. The assassination of Jesse James with the coward Robert Ford. Longest title ever. Very long title. Very long title. I don't know how that fits on a marquee. One of the craziest marquees I've ever seen was uh, for like a Harry Potter movie, which it, it was the shortest marquee I'd ever seen for the one of the longest titles of a movie because it was like HP PTII. Wait, it was HP PT no no sorry. HP seven PTII. HP seven PTII. That's for Harry Potter seven part two. Alright, the question is At age 15, in Crush Grove, this Rock and Roll Hall of Famer would debut, would not be credited in the film as the actual character for a decade in The Hard Way with Michael J. Fox and James Woods. The easy way. It's another Michael J. Fox movie. There was much more press for his casting in his next film, which was A, Toys, B, Deep Blue Sea, C, Woo, or D, Halloween, H2O. As you all know, H2O is water. And I'm bringing you Aristotle full throttle water. You can have some, never mind. I get it from the tap. I have a filter on it, so, you know, it's not that bad. You can have a sip. H2O. At age 15, in Crush Grove, this rock and roll star of Hall of, uh, of, of sorry, 
we start again. At age 15, at Crush Grove, this rock and roll Hall of Famer would debut, but not be credited in film as an actual character for a decade in The Hard Way with Michael J. Fox and James Woods. There was much more press for his casting in his next film, which was A, Toys, B, Deep Blue Sea, C, Who, Woo, Woo, or D, Halloween H2O. H2O. I say H. It's Google proofing. It's making them tough to understand them all at all. They are verbose. We, we know Will. We love Will. Will has lots of. Will, you know, Will has got. It's got words to share <laughs> with all of We're us. We're halfway through, so I can I can throw a bone. The bone okay. is the way I wrote these questions. I didn't want to say who the person was. So the first yes. thing you have to do is figure out who I'm talking about, and that's what yeah. the, the little background bit at the beginning is for. And then the second part is the actual question for most of them. See that so. he made them Google proof. That is that is a very crafty way of making questions on online trivia, so that. You know, we play by the honor system. So you've got to figure that part out first, which is very cunning, as they say. There's a cunning way of playing this game. We applaud. We applaud. Thank you. All right. I think Studio 8H has dipped out. So it is. I'm Uncle Ron, and... Judella 19 playing. And it's time for your final answer. So we have two. So we have to answer two questions to get one point in simple trivia. Correct. Not the Mongol Ron. Yes, correct. You have to have a wide base of knowledge in order to answer these questions. The background of, of knowledge. That's, that's the thing, see? But it's like, you know, it's like a very. It's like questions that. Uh, it's like Jeopardy. It's kind of like Jeopardy. The questions are implied and, and the answers. You gotta answer in the form of a final answer. All right. We've got two final answers, B and D. But what is the correct answer? It's toys. Nobody got it. Let's play. Next question. Question numero eight. Which twice-inducted Rock and Roll Hall of Fame drummer has also won an Oscar, but not for their acting, though they acted in films, including one starring multiple Oscar winners? A. Don Henley B. Dave Grohl C. Phil Collins or D. Ringo Starr I think I know the answer to that. Is it A, Don Henley, after the boys of summer have gone? B, Dave Grohl, what if I say I'm not like the other? What if I mean I'm not just another one in your place? You're a pretender. What if I say I'll never surrender? Phil Collins, Sue Sue Studio. Or D, Ringo Starr. Da, 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 da. That's Ringo Starr for you. I listen for your footsteps coming up the drive. I listen for your footsteps 
But they don't arrive. Waiting for your knock, dear. <laughs> Thank you. Me and Ringo are going to form a band. Just all drummers. I, I think I got it. I've been playing drums for a few weeks. I, I think I got a handle on it. All right. Final answers are in. Sorry about that. That was unintentional. But it might be correct that it would be incorrect. And the answer is Phil Collins, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I'm Uncle Ron. You got it correct. Remember that song? Remember he won that Oscar? Remember he was like, You'll be in my heart. Phil's calling, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Next question. This pop diva's fame once surpassed that of the arguably biggest pop star of all time. Her clout was used to bolster the prospect of both her musician stepdaughter and comedian biological daughter. Which of these was she not in? Let me read that again. This pop diva's fame once surpassed that of the arguably biggest pop star of all time. Her clout was used to bolster the prospect of both her musician's stepdaughter and comedian biological daughter. Which of these was she not in? A, The Wiz, B, Mahogany, C, Lady Sings the Blues, or D, The Color Purple? They truly make you think, says Drew Yes, you've got to think about it. You gotta think, think, better try to do the thing. You better think. Which of these was she not in? Oof, that's tough. But I think I know who it is by Venn Diagram Law of Association. Alright. Both of the final answers are in. What is the answer? Which one of these she's not in? I believe the person we're talking about is one of the is supremely talented. Let's see. Oh, the answer was the color purple. Oh, wait, who got that? Wait, Judella, I don't think you put your final answer. <laughs> wait, you put B final answer. Okay. Wait, hold on a second. I don't know. Um. Uh, yeah. Oh, she put she put A. <laughs> I was trying to stop you. Oh, thanks. Okay. I'm... I, I, okay. Anyway. Uh, I'm Uncle Ron Goddard. <laughs> Sorry, Judella, I jumped the gun on that one. Uh, let's play. I'll, I'll take it slower this time. I'll take it slower. Like the aforementioned fellow Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, this legendary singer and guitarist's acting debut was also in Michael J. Fox was also in a Michael J. Fox film. 
but unlike the other Hall of Famer, this debut was well publicized. What was that film? A, Light of Day, B, Back to the Future, C, Teen Wolf, or D, Bright Lights, Big City. This aforementioned fellow Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, this legend... Wait, sorry. Like this afor... Like... <laughs> Hold on a second. Like an aforementioned fellow Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, this legendary singer and guitarist acting debut was also in a Michael J. Fox film. But unlike the other Hall of Famer, this debut was well publicized. What was that film? A. Light of Day, B. Back to the Future, C. Teen Wolf, or D. Bright Lights, Big City. So we've got. We're check. We're check the scores after this question. We're see what the scores are. We're gonna go to the leaderboard. Are there only 11 questions on this game, or are there 15? There are 15 rounds of brutal combat. There's this brutal combat. We're watching it. It's a bloodbath. Ladies and gentlemen, look out. Judy's answer is in. Judy's answer is in. But unlike the other Hall of Famer, this debut was well publicized. What was that film? A. Light of Day. B. Back to the Future. C. Team Wolf. Or D. Bright Lights. Big City. Studio 8H back in the game. Where's. That's the. Alright, we've got the final answers in. Judella says C. Studio says D. Uncle Ron says B. What's the correct one? answer? Hey, nobody got it. Let's play. These are very challenging questions. Who is in the lead? Let's go to the leaderboard. What is the score? All right. Uh... Ron is leading. The scores are Judy with a tie with Studio 8H. Uh, I'm not going to give out numbers. Okay. <laughs> and Ron <laughs> in first place. So we got a two-way tie for second. All right. Thank you, Will, for keeping score. Thank you, Will, for providing these questions. Next question on Aristotle Full Throttle Trivia is... This comic rocker has been acting since the 1980s. Though his roles didn't measure up to the level of fame he would one day reach. Which of these movies did that jabroni not appear in? A. The Neverending Story 3 B. Suburban Commando. C. Waterworld. Or D. Mars Attacks. Let me tell you something. What do you think about this question? It doesn't matter what you think. Jabroni. I put you in the camel clutch. This comic rocker 
has been acting since the 1980s, though his roles didn't measure up to the level of fame he'd one day reach. Which of these movies did this jabroni not appear in? A, The Neverending Story 3. The Neverending Story 3. B, Suburban, Suburban, Commando. C, Waterworld. Or D, Margitech. Three, four questions after this. Put your answers in. Oh, we've got studio. It says A. Judella 19 says A. The never needs store three. A, final answer, I guess. Sure. Why not? I believe that's all our contenders. Our tender boss. Alright. Final answer. I thought I was watching Tender Boss. Got the movie. It's got Ben Affleck in it. He's supposed to be from Long Island, from like the 1970s. You like you're watching them as he's in the movie, but he's really not from Long Island. He's from Boston. It really felt like it was like a Boston movie. But they were from, supposed to be from Manhattan, Long Island. Hey Judy, Judy, get this. In the movie, the mom gets a job. They live in Manhattan, right? She gets a job in West Hampton, and she's like, "Ooh, I got a job in West Hampton." I gotta go. My my brain exploded because I was like, "That's like an hour and a half drive," because it's Long Island. It's like the other side of it, right? Who gets a job in West Hampton when you live in Manhattan? That sounds crazy, but I guess you're going against traffic. All right. No need to apologize, Will. The answer is... Suburban Commando! Suburban Commando! Suburban Commando! But nobody got that, so... Oof, it's brutal out there. It's brutal. It's, it's 47 degrees here in Los Angeles, which is crazy. I don't even want to go outside. 47 degrees? What? <clears throat> this tightrope walking pop star actually made their on-camera film debut in an Oscar-winning film. What animated feature was her actual theatrical debut? A. Sing. B. Madagascar 2. Escape to Africa. C. Happy Feet 2. Or D. Rio 2. I was making fun of the fact that every single time you hear an African accent, it's always like the continent of Africa. If you, if you are from the continent of Africa, you have a very wise and a very kind sounding voice. This is the accent. I can do it, I'm allowed. <laughs> but it's funny because they go, it's always like, the accent is always the magical black man of Hollywood. Not the band, the subjects, the questions. <sighs> this tightrope walking pop star actually made their on-camera film debut in an Oscar-winning film. What animated feature was her actual theatrical debut? A. Sing. B. Madagascar 2. Escape to Africa. To escape to Africa. Or C. Happy Feet 2. Or D. Rio 2. 
I mean, I feel like I just, I never even seen Happy Feet. Let alone Happy Feet 2. Incredible amount of spectrum appreciation for Gen Moderns. Yes. Yes! See, finally, it's Happy Feet 2. Studio, what do you say? What do you say there, Studio? Stu, Stu, Studio. As we all do, Will. Thank you, Will, for giving us questions. And out there, if you want to subscribe to the channel, go to AristotleFullThrottle.tv or Skarmic.com. Go to Twitch.tv slash AristotleFullThrottle. Subscribe. Follow. You don't have to pay. Just watch the ad. And that'll help me. Pay for my bills. And that's what, uh, you know, I live here in Los Angeles as a basically an actor. I'm a freelancer. I'm a hustler. I got to get money however I can. And I love doing this kind of thing. I've been doing this since I was five. So... I figure if you find it mildly amusing or entertaining at all, and you like to participate, feel free to subscribe. I appreciate that. All right, time for your final answers. Everybody picked C. Happy feet. Will those feet indeed be jovial? Jovial toes? <laughs> jovial toes. The answer is Rio 2. Sorry, guys. It's Rio Dos. Dos Rio. A Rio Speedwagon. To Rio. You ever been to Rio? Where's that? Rio de Janeiro? Is that in uh, Brazil? We're down to the nitty and the gritty. <coughs> Question number 13. Known for a ragged baritone, this singer-songwriter's film career is nearly as prolific as their discography. Though they have shared the screen with many actors who were also musicians, his encounter with this other distinctively voiced rock and roll Hall of Famer is a highlight. With whom did the prior share a booth for coffee and cigarettes? A. Iggy Pop B. David Bowie C. Mike Jagger or D. Sure. Put your answers in. Ron, hang in there. There's only this question and two more. You could do it. A final answer. Known for ragged baritone, this singer song. This singer-songwriter's film career was nearly pr prolific as their discography. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna make a guess myself. Oh, it's not that one, sir. Say, baby, do you want to down with me? Say, baby, do you want to down by my side? Baby, do you want to down with me? Say, baby. Known for a ragged baritone, this singer-songwriter's film career is nearly as pro prolific as their pr discography. Though they have shared the screen with many actors who were also musicians, his encounter with this other distinctively voiced rock and roll Hall of Famer is a highlight. With whom the, did the prior share a booth for coffee and cigarettes? A. 
Iggy Pop, B, David Bowie, C, Mick Jagger, or D, Sher. Ladies and gentlemen, Moonstruck is now available on HBO Max. My mom told me today, because she loves that movie. Everything is great about that movie, except for maybe Nicolas Cage's accent. Not so good. <laughs> That's precisely... All right. Everybody's answers are in. And the answer is... Iggy Pop! Iggy Pop! Pop, 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 pop. Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop. water you couldn't drink it I drink it almost every day and we're back we're down to the last two questions ladies and gentlemen oops <laughs> oh wait okay I did a double click so it went backwards <clears throat> this musician makes an appearance as themselves in a film starring an actor who would go on to star said Rock and Roll Hall of Famer's bioflick. His actual film debut was the theatrical adaptation of an iconic work by his contemporaries. It's a riddle. And I left the word ass out. I'm sorry. It's supposed to say ass in there. <laughs> it's a riddle. <laughs> It's a riddle. Starring S and some of the films starring an actor. But I think it's still It's a riddle. Ladies and gentlemen. It's a trap. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Where's the end go? Um, uh, His actual film debut is an adaptation work by his contemporaries. This musician makes an appearance as themselves in a film starring an actor who would go on to star and... Star rock- as said Rock oh, and Roll Hall of Famer. Oh, oh as. Star as said Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. Bioflip. In. Not as in. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so <laughs> it's sorry. Okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. We're we're getting through. We're powering through. We're, we're, we're getting. You didn't like. Wait, hold on a second. Work. These, they're multiple. This is like a layer cake, ladies and gentlemen. You got to peel. It's an onion. You got to peel back the layers to get to the the center of the onion. Which will give you more onion. There's more onion inside the onion. You gotta fry, you gotta put some butter and some salt on that and, and caramelize it. This musician makes an appearance as themselves in a film starring an actor who would go on to star as said rock and roll Hall of Famer's bioflick. In sorry, his actual film debut is in this theatrical adaptation of an iconic work by his contemporaries. That debut film was a Rocky Horror Picture Show. B Tommy. See Saturday night day theater D stars born. This musician makes an appearance as themselves in the film starring an actor who would go on to star in said Rock and Roll Hall of Famer's bioflip. 
His actual film debut was in the theatrical adaptation of this iconic work by his contemporaries. That debut film was A, Rocky Horror Picture Show, B, Tommy, C, Saturday Night Fever, or D, A Star is Born. I know the answer to this. I do know the answer to this. And it looks like someone out there does too. So it's time for your final answer. And the final answer is... Tommy! Touch me, hold me, feel me, see me. He plays by sense of smell, the pinball. He's a pinball wizard, you know? He's crazy. He's a, he plays pinball. It's like, that's the whole, that's the musical. He's a, he plays pinball. All right. You know, I got to say, in high school, when I learned about the movie Tommy or the, the play Tommy, I was like, really? He plays pinball? He's blind? And deaf? And he plays pinball. Okay. I was like, people go pay to see this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of money all the time. Okay. So it's about pinball. Sure, yeah, it's a movie and everything. It's got Elton John. It's crazy. It's got the Bee Gees. It's nuts. Wait, are the Bee Gees in that? I was traumatized by that movie. I think the Bee Gees are in the Sgt. Pepper's movie, actually. Bee Gees and uh, Billy Preston. I was traumatized about the movie. You know who's in that? Anne, Anne Margaret. She's great. Ladies and gentlemen, time to play. Final question. I like legit forgot today is. Oh, Ange. Ange will still give you. Say, baby. I can destroy everything. But I'm not. What? But I can. Baby. Baby. Shut up and give us your money. I, I agree with Ann. Shut up and give us your money. All right, last question of the day. Aristotle Full Throttle Trivia. Who's in the lead? Who's Who might win this very game here right now today on the show? Aristotle Full Throttle Thursdays Trivia. Do you got the score? You got the score. We're going to wonder. Let's see. Give me a second. Oh. I got to recalculate because things have shifted unexpectedly. Ooh, things have shifted, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. We're going to go to the commercials. Pour it in your mouth. Thank you. We're back. So Ron's still leading and there's still a tie for second. Ron is in the lead. There's still a tie for second. Let's find out who will win this game. All right. <clears throat> this Rock and Roll Hall of Famer actually debuted as an actor before they debuted as a musician, only to ascend to the highest level of fame one could imagine. Which is what? Becoming pure gods? After a brief hiatus, this star scored another hit single and box office success for which of which film and its soundtrack? A, Poetic Justice. B, The Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. C, Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married 2? Or D, Four Colored Girls. This Rock and Roll Hall of Famers actually debuted as an actor before they debuted as a musician. I know the answer to this one. Only to ascend to the highest level of fame one can imagine. After this brief hiatus, the star scored another hit single and box office success 
for which film and its soundtrack? A, Poetic Justice. B, The Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. C, Tyler Perry's Why Don't You Get Married 2? D, Four Colored Girls. Ange, trying to get a point. She's coming in late, but she's gonna. She's coming in hot. Studio 8H says, hey, final answer. I mean, I guess that's just, that's just the way it goes. We'll see. Poetic justice. Everyone seems to say it's A. But what does Judy think? But what does Judy think? Everyone. Judy says D for color girls. That's the way that the way. That's the way. Alright, let's see. What is the answer? And I believe we're gonna have a winner because the answer is B. <laughs> Nobody got that right, but it seems like that uh, that Ron is still the winner, right? Yes, that is true. Alright! Ron, you've done it. You've done it again. Two weeks in a row, your title is undefeated. You're the reigning champion. You've fended off everybody's questions. We have these questions provided by Is This Will, moderating the game. Thank you so much, Is This Will, for being here. Thank you so much, Is This Will, for creating such challenging questions. There are questions inside questions. It was a conundrum. It was a riddle. It was a quagmire. There's a question inside a riddle wrapped up <laughs> it wasn't in that a hard rock. <laughs> but we did it. Uh, I tested these questions on someone and they, they did each ball. Okay. Well, you know what? That's what we like here. We like challenging you. And I'm Uncle Ron. Uh, yeah, you pulled it out. You had the, le- the levels of complexity of these questions this week were unparalleled. Thank you. It's well, thank you. I'm Uncle Ron. Thank you, Jadella 19. Hey, Adelita. Better late than never. Always good to see you. And Studio 8H, you're always doing, you're doing us good by showing up and showing your face and showing out. It was wonderful. I had a great time with y'all. Thank you, everybody. This has been Aristotle Football Trivia. Congratulations on the run. You are this week's reigning champion. Good night, everybody. Thank you, Will. You're welcome. Hey, if anybody wants to talk about this nonsense, I'll be in the regular open chat. <laughs> Explain my insanity. Alrighty. You heard that? You could you could hang out with Will in the open chat. I'm gonna go buy a new pair of pants. Just like Elmo got new shoes, I'm gonna get new pants.